Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. <laughs> Ready? Not that sneaky laugh. Well, welcome guys. We're here again with another um, episode of Fruit Snacks. I hate that. Hold up. <laughs> I meant to say I'm Brian. What? I'm Brian. I'm Brian. <laughs> so stupid. I'm Shane. And you're listening to Fruit Snacks. We kind of messed that intro, but that's okay. It was a perfect intro. It's a perfect intro. So um, this is a little change of scenery for me. Not so much for Shane. This time we're on the East Coast and East Coast. I came out to New York to In visit New Shane. York. So we decided that we should knock out one of these podcasts while I'm here in the city. So yeah. It's welcome. Been... Welcome to New York City. It's been waiting for you. Welcome to New York. Thank you. I feel so welcomed, even though I kind of hate being here and I don't know why. Yeah. You're just super resistant to change. <laughs> yeah. You don't handle it well. <laughs> it really freaks you out. Change totally freaks me out. No, you know what I think it is? Change does freak it's me out. It's funny because everyone's projecting. Like, everyone's like, oh, California is so great because of the weather. But I kind of like that there's four seasons in New York because as of right now, it's in the winter or going into the winter. Yeah. And I like that it's cold because I feel like I'm wearing stuff that I don't get to wear when I'm in California, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. So that's not even the issue, but... I, I every time I'm here I want to like get the appeal of what New York has to offer and for some reason it never comes through for me like I, I miss I'm missing something about the city and I don't know what it is you just don't you're a West Coast person I but, don't think that you will find what connects you to New York City I but, think you would have to give it the time of being here and you're not willing to do that okay so well let's let's talk out. about what people like about New York City and I'll tell you if it is for me or not honestly I think like the magic thing to liking New York City is like well, the indescribable thing of New York City like you have to be here long enough to experience that indescribable indescribable feeling yeah see that sounds like bullshit to me if you can't say why you like a city what? Like I can well, give you a there are big ass reasons list for different people. Like I think that, like for me, I'm not. I feel like a lot of our friends are performers, sure. so they're in the Broadway thing, and mm-hmm. what keeps them here is like the audition drive, where like LA doesn't have musical theater for people. So and I think that, but people are in musical theater, so but they, they still have performance based. Like LA is the entertainment capital of the of world. Hollywood. Not everybody wants to be in Hollywood, though. I guess. Like, my roommate Lily, for instance, loves talking about how, as a Broadway star, you get to show up to work, not, like, necessarily be adored, but be recognized by people for your abilities as a performer, and then go home at the end of your night and be completely unrecognizable to most people. Uh Uh-huh. Like, if I walked through the Upper West Side, I wouldn't know who is who. Right. But there are people who are like, oh my god, that's so-and-so. But it's so less than the people in say LA who's like there's a Kardashian and so here's there's the a thing swarm of thousands that's of like such a small sect of people who would like what you're talking about about who likes broad or Broadway who likes New York that's a very small sect of people who would say they fall into that category of why they like New York right I'm like I feel like so many people are like I want to go to New York and I love New York and all this stuff mm-hmm. but it's like from different genres like people who don't even care about musicals. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I was giving you one example. Sure. I feel like Okay, each, okay, that's fair. I feel like different people have different reasons. Then sure. There's, then there's people who just 
I feel like there are people who live, breathe, eat, sleep, and love this city vibe. Not necessarily New York City, but a city vibe. And LA does not offer that. You do have downtown LA, but downtown LA is still very... It's becoming gentrified, but it's not there. Let me get this straight, too, though. I don't even like LA. <laughs> right. So you're not a city person. I think I am a city person because I, I don't li- think so. I Okay, let me... A city. I... I think that you enjoy big cities in the sense of like you're around what is encompassed in saying I'm from LA because that includes so much. But I don't think that you like being in the heart of a city. I do though. Then you would like being in New York. But I don't like New York City. So you're not a city person. What? Because New York is the only type of city person. You literally just said you also don't like LA. Those are two of the US's. Yeah, but I love London. So next. So maybe you don't like America. I think that is, you hit it. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We'll catch you next week. (laughs) Just kidding. Hand clap emoji. No, but um, as I was trying to explain before, you just kept trying to steamroll over me. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) No, I think that the thing about this city in particular is that I feel like there's a lot of hustle for no payoff, right? Like there's a lot of hustle in LA where you... It's not cheap to live there. It's not easy to be there. It's not easy to set up home there, set up shop, find that foundation. But I still feel like being there, there's this payoff of like the beach or all these different kinds of like diverse people, like any city realistically with diversity, but like food, music, all these like little things to do. But Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, every time I come to New York... I'm always like, show me what is special to you, right? Because like, I've been here with so many different kinds of friends, so many different kinds of people, and I've been like up and down the the city on Manhattan, Upper East Side, West Side, the Heights, Brooklyn, um, Harlem, whatever, and I still have yet to find where that niche is for me where I'm like, I get it. And I'm not saying that like, I, I get why people like New York, in the sense of like, it's it's very exciting because even when I was coming here with with um, to visit, right, I was like excited to come to New York. But then once I'm here, it's always like, why was I excited again? Because <laughs> I feel like there's always something missing. And side note, it might sound like we're whispering at times. It's because it is almost two o'clock, a.m. a.m. two o'clock a.m. And this is the only time that we could. Um, what was that? Oh, uh, just just New York sounds. <laughs> Um, this is the only time that we could record a podcast and Shane lives with two roommates. So we're just trying to be respectful for them so that they're not like, you guys are so loud. No, I texted them. I said, tell me if we're too loud. They didn't respond. Okay. So if you hear a phone go off, it's definitely not my phone. Shout out to Lily and Colin. No, my phone's on silent. Lily and Colin. Who are they? My roommates. (laughs) Hey, Lily, Colin. Roomies. Um, so Bruce yeah, I, I mean, I guess we're kind of in the fruit roll up, but we might as well officially start the rule up fruit roll up. So mm. since I haven't seen you in a while, Shane, what's been going on? Um, I came back to New York Whoop. and what has been going on? Did I go? Oh, I finally made it to San Francisco on a layover. I don't know why it was so hard for me to find, but all of the San Francisco layovers that were available to me before for the past like nine months Mm -hmm. we're all really short layovers Mm -hmm. and i love san francisco san francisco visiting san francisco was actually the first time that i was like maybe i should try living in new york because oh because there was a very city vibe to san francisco um maybe i'm not a city person because you talking about san francisco right now i'm like thinking in my head like i don't even like fucking san francisco (laughs) 
I knew it. <laughs> Basically a psychiatrist. Continue. Um, anyways, I, yeah, I do love being in San Francisco and I finally found a layover. Well, actually I got put on it on standby, so mm-hmm. I didn't really find it. Mm-hmm. It fell into my lap mm-hmm. and they were like, you're going to San Francisco today. And I was like, great. And I had 21 hours there and it kind of like, it didn't remind me why I love cities, mm-hmm. but it was a reminder of why I love cities and the West Coast. And was, I guess, I don't want to say life. It, it rejuvenated me. Which of. is, no, totally. Um, and I, it was a very serendipitous moment because I ended up being there just by chance. Like I was on standby for work. They needed me to work this trip. So I ended up there. And two friends from LA were wedding dress shopping mm-hmm. up there. And it was like, they were literally there for 24 hours. Would you say it's a gift from the universe? It's a gift from the universe. So let <laughs> me give thanks. Give thanks to the universe. Be like, thank you, girl. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thanks, ma'am. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was a good, like, um, it was a moment where, I actually had something really bad on my schedule. They mm-hmm. were originally sending me to Newark. Mm-hmm. And for those who are unfamiliar with New York, to get from Queens, where I live, to Newark Airport. When he says Newark, he's not saying New York funny. No. Literally Newark, Newark, New Jersey. New Jersey. So I have to cross from Queens into Manhattan and then over to New Jersey. And it's just when you're carrying suitcases, a pain in the ass. See, that's what I don't understand how you can be JFK based because when I'm we go to JFK the airport, based, I'm LaGuardia based. Bitch, okay, you're JFK based. I'm LaGuardia. You can leave trips out of JFK. I could, but all of my trips I move to LaGuardia. So when you pick your base at a training, they say, "Who wants to no, be LaGuardia based?" New York, but thank they, you. But the thing is, so many people love JFK because they don't do internationals out of LaGuardia. Okay, well here we go about we syntax. Let's. I don't. I'm not even trying to argue that. Okay. Right. I'm saying I can't imagine being New York based. Is that better for you, New York based? Okay. <laughs> Lugging all your shit around, like absolutely not, because oh, like for us in California, I thought you were trying to say JFK no, like, no, specifically. No, no, no. no I just New mean JFK based. as in New York. Okay, yes. wait, just to clarify, when when he says New York based different airlines are different in, in terms of what they're covering. But essentially with my airline, I am responsible. Be careful because they might Google this and see what airline you fly with. Don't even say it. I would not even put that in there. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm saying with my airline, when we are New York based, we cover LaGuardia, JFK, and Newark Airport. Well, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't have said because now they're gonna be like, "What? A few what airlines do?" I was gonna say my airline has four bases, even though I'm in LA. We have yeah. code terminals. Like, yeah, that. yeah. So the issue, and that's still not bashing it. It's just it's an issue for people because when you're on call or when you're on standby, they can essentially call you three hours before you're supposed to arrive to the airport and say, "We need you at Newark Airport." Which is what was on my schedule when I was supposed to go to San, or when I ended up going to San Francisco. So originally, I was sitting in LaGuardia for four hours just on standby mm-hmm. to be there in case they needed me. And then the following morning, I had to be at Newark Airport, and I was like, "Please, please, 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 just sending out all the universe vibes. Like, let me not go to Newark tomorrow. Like, let somebody pick up my trip. Let someone offer me something mm-hmm. better. Let them need me today so that I leave out of LaGuardia." And sure enough. I left out. They called me and they were like, we need you on this trip. And I had seen this trip up on the board. Like they were missing people from it. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way it's a 21 hour San Francisco layover out of LaGuardia, which like doesn't happen often. 
And, and the universe said, I got your back. The girl. universe said, girl, <laughs> pack you- your bags. You are going to San Francisco. And <laughs> there I was meeting two friends who, and one of those friends was my very first dance partner at, at Disney. Yeah. And I haven't seen her in years. Yeah. And now here we are like, literally years later catching up in san francisco while she dresses for her or while she dresses for her wedding while she dresses for her wedding while she shops for her wedding dress you just shopped her wedding not even invited (laughs) um and it was just it was a very serendipitous moment but it was a good moment and i feel like i've been having more of those lately like since coming back um especially because we're getting into the holidays here and new york is like a magical place to be during the holidays if any time of the year the holidays is it right in new york um so i've kind of been refreshing my love for this city Mm -hmm. or excitement i don't know if i have love for this city yet as you're saying yeah you're just not a city person and you're like (laughs) i don't even like new york i'm trying to leave (laughs) i'm trying to leave so let's let's talk about that huh (laughs) So how much do you, what do you like about the city as you're like trying to like transfer over to LA I know. real cute trying to convince me that I should like the city when you don't even I'm not hold. trying to convince you I don't know you hate it but like I was saying before before you kind of went on that rant there was that I can't imagine being New York based you told me because like in LA we can throw all our luggage in a car we drive pull up to the airport yeah, yeah. We, it's kind of a struggle to get to LAX but you literally have to take the N to the R to the S to the L M N O P. See Jenny on the block, going on the six, and then you cut across, lugging all of your luggage, through, and then you make it, and you're at work <laughs> through snow, through rain. Mm-hmm. When we just have to run from our garage to not even go outside, go from the garage to the car. <laughs> Whatever. That's your privilege, but ha- owning a house. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> Let me not speak on everyone's. Yeah, some people do have to do that. Some people ride the bus to work. Oof. Some people Uber. Some people use those bird scooters. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just wheeling their suitcase behind them. I do when I skateboard. Not on a bird scooter. Not on a bird scooter, no. I, I don't live on the edge <laughs> like that. <laughs> so dumb. Anyways, l- to wrap that up, my fruit roll-up is I have just been falling in love with life again. I'll say that. Deep. Yeah. Deep but why even such a sour ass attitude for love and life for what yeah you've been acting real stink since i've seen you that's not true i'm always like it's shane's trip it's shane's day because i never get to do what i want to do we do everything brian wants name to do three things. all name the three time i'll wait we got insomnia cookies tonight we got the tacos that you wanted tonight Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Continue. We went to Aesop like you wanted. Thank you. Three things. Oh, boop. Brian's trip. Here we go. And it's not even, he's not even you know, here for himself. I'm not even going to go into it. Oh, why? Because I can name three things and you didn't no, think I could? No, because anytime I'm going to correct you right now, you're going to try to like talk, talk because over Because I got me. proof. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm showing you receipts, started, girl. I so, printed the receipts. I no. gave them to you. I highlighted the survey okay. at the bottom and said, you can win a million dollars, girl. So let's go back. Okay. <laughs> Insomnia cookies, I'll give you that one. Mm-hmm. Tell me you didn't want tacos as well. I was okay with getting tacos. Then shut the fuck up. But it wasn't my trip to say that. Shut the fuck up. It wasn't you my ate, trip to you say ate two fish tacos, and Ooh. then you wanted chips and guac, wanted extra guac, okay? So don't act I like you did enjoy those. Don't. I didn't order that extra guac. And, nope. Nope. Tell the, tell the listeners. And then there was, Who ordered the extra there guac? was salsa, Who ordered the extra and guac? Shane had to ask for extra salsa Wrong. because Wrong. we all ran out. He had Wrong. like six glasses of water. <laughs> he was living in that taco shop. They started calling him Lupita because he was like feeling right at home. No. Literally and then, all lies. And then Aesop. 
I was like, oh, yeah, we could swing by because when we were getting breakfast, there was a little Aesop bottle inside the bathroom. And I was like, oh, my God, Aesop. And those little shady bitches put <laughs> dial soap in an Aesop bottle to make it seem like you were washing your hands with Aesop. Didn't happen. So I was like, oh, let's see where an Aesop store is around here. Not that I wanted to go. Mm. Well, and he was like, oh, there's one right down the street. I was like, okay, well, no, let's go. you said there's one right down the okay, street. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll correct Look, myself. making lies. Look, making I'll correct lies. myself. I said there's making one right lies. down the street. He's like, do you want to go? I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not shopping for anything, but we can go look. And then tell me why that little bitch was not talking to the sales associate being like, do you have dandruff shampoo? Because I got dry scalp and I don't like washing my hair because I'm a dirty ass bitch. And I was like, see... Trying to get more the, lies. trying to get the things. So more lies. I, I wanted insomnia cookies in this room right now. Do, you lies, know how lies, I was lies. like talking about JFK and then change his steamroll. That's how he does it. When it's my day, he wants to steamroll right over my day. I can't help that. Literally, not even Brian's trip. Not even Brian's day. And you see how Somehow, fast I'm talking. I can't even get it out because I'm so scared of getting no, steamrolled. I'm, in the, so I'm on the verge great. of tears right now. <laughs> I have a witness in the room. And on that, we're going to introduce our witness. No. I, oh, I don't get a free rule up? Nope. Rule up. <laughs> see, nope. See? It's Shane's day. It's Shane's day. <laughs> see, bitch, you're lucky. It's after have to, midnight. It's my day. <laughs> you're so lucky you have to whisper because I want to cut you deep right now, bitch. I'm like trying to whisper over you and it's so hard. Shane's ASMR. day. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess my fruit roll up doesn't matter, so. Great. Fuck On you. To the next. So, um, <laughs> we're really excited about this episode because we are introducing our first guest, Ooh. Ooh, my dearest old roommate, <laughs> Sydney Fogel. Old, like old, <laughs> old, like grandma old. Well, you did just turn thirty. Oh shit! So, long Call story short, like <laughs> long story short, we, um, I was a bad friend. Sydney, <laughs> you can speak on this if you um, need to. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm a really bad friend. So Sydney was telling me that she was really excited about her 30th birthday, like anyone should be. And I got caught up in my own life and as a bad friend, completely forgot her birthday. So in all fairness, I feel like one of the reason, I feel like 99% of the reason people remember anybody's birthdays these days is because Social of media. Facebook. Yeah. And Brian is not on Facebook. Yes. So in I all fairness, if he avoided even Instagram for like a day... He wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's easy to forget people's birthdays. Mm, I don't want to even give myself that excuse because the people who matter in my life, I do put your guys' birthdays in my calendar so I get a reminder. But then, yeah. you know, like when you wake up, it's like text message, da 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 da, and you open your phone and then and the reminders, gone. they're all gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm so sorry, Sydney. <laughs> you made it up to me. Yeah. So that's why we're here because I was like, let me take you on a trip anywhere we want to go. And she said, let's go to your favorite place, New York. <laughs> Happy Brian's Day. <laughs> right. Happy Brian's Day. Yeah, she again. knew she was about to do everything Brian wanted. Aesop, tacos, Aesop. cookies. <laughs> so, and it's so funny because she's sitting here listening to this fruit roll up and she's just dying because because she knows Shane's right. Yeah, <laughs> Brian's Aesop. making up lies, lies, lies. That's so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's just give a quick introduction of who you are to us and all that so um so they can kind of get to know who you are so oh. explain how you met us let's go with that well disney mm-hmm. is, how I met is that how you guys met you yeah yeah so well first yeah first explain how you show. met shane because we've met through different shows through disney obviously you do yeah there's different shows and that's kind of how you hop around and meet people because even though yes. you're in entertainment department you don't really cross shows so mm-hmm. you, even though anyways yeah so go ahead sorry <laughs> i met shane through disney as well Mm-hmm. We did the same show, but we weren't really like in the same friend group, I guess. Yeah. The <laughs> cast was huge. Yeah. What was the show? You guys wanted to say that? Tiana Showboat Jubilee. Yeah. 
it was for princess and the frog promotion when it came out but it it ended mm-hmm. up being this like huge cast and like a great grandiose show mm-hmm. that like was also super intimate mm-hmm. like that cast yeah. that show to oh, this wise. day was like my favorite memory Me of a disney show so fun um yeah. yeah i knew like who you were and stuff but everybody then does we, i mean obviously <laughs> so i wasn't Girl cool enough I. for you i felt so so what <laughs> we Cindy... became friends later when i knew brian yeah <laughs> we, we actually met more through brian than anything look at you me i'm like the, the glue that okay, keeps well, everyone together you know because we all have to put up with your bullshit oh, together really? we bond through brian's days yeah, well sydney true. did lewis the alligator who plays the <laughs> trumpet <laughs> Just kidding. We didn't see Could her face. Imagine? She was Mama Odie. <laughs> she was that big ass alligator tooting that horn. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. No. So then, how did um, we meet, Sid? You can explain that. From doing Electronica. Electronica. Yeah, you didn't like me at first either. It's so funny to <laughs> actually speak on that. Electronica. Yeah. yeah, we just call it Tron because the movie right. was Tron. Right. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a short stench, so kind of like the Jubilee thing, but then What'd it kind of short stench. Or is it? That's like right, right? Stench with stint. an eye. Stint. stint. <laughs> <laughs> it was a small stench, like smell a little bad, but we were like, we gonna keep it. That stench, stupid. <laughs> oh. And I went with it. I was like, stench, stench? with an eye. Oh, stench, stench and stint. Short stint. You mix both. Stench, stench. Girl, it's right. like a short little stinky bit, so you mix it together. Mm. Stint. Stint? Mm-hmm. Okay. A short so stint. it was a short stint of a show. Not stench I or a stench. Your stint from a mile away. And, <laughs> um, and it's funny because um, I helped open the show, and then, what, like a month or two later, they needed extra dancers. So Sydney. Oh, a, oh right. She I just was just, was just was an extra call. Sydney was an add on, not a part of their OG. <laughs> oh, okay. And so um, she got added in. And it was funny because one of the original dancers took a picture with her and posted it to facebook when i had facebook and i was like who the fuck is this bitch i was like when did we get new dancers up in this bitch i was like i don't like her no i didn't it's not that but then um when i spoke to sydney sydney's like super nice and when you first meet her she's like everyone's best friend and super 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 great that way but then when i met her i was like this fake ass bitch trying to be my friend girl i don't need no more friends you know And then, and then I think because we carpooled, because you went to Long Beach State with Mm -hmm. us, which is funny because all three of us went to Long Beach State, yet Mm -hmm. none of us were friends. We both, we all worked at Disney, all worked at Long Beach State, but none of us Mm kind of crossed paths until later. Yeah, I still, I don't think I ever really crossed paths with you at school though. No, Brian, I did. Did you guys ever cross paths? Because you guys were in comm classes together. We weren't, yeah, because we were in the same department. But go ahead, Sid. I was in the dance department. Uh huh. And so other Disney people I saw and stuff, but never. But did you and Brian ever cross paths at Long Beach? Well, you did dance as your minor, right? Yeah, I was a major though for a couple of years, and then oh, was I it? switched to minor. Oh, okay. And then I switched to like. Other but then things. you also your major was fashion merchandising, yeah. and I feel like that. fashion and dance. Like if you're gonna look at a map. Fashion was on, like, one side, dance yeah. was on the other, and calm was on the other. Like, literally, the like, a triangle of mm-hmm. the furthest Where parts. Where was fashion? By um, international like building. Campus. Oh, wow. By, oh, way up. like, by nursing. Across oh. the street. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Across, like, God, that's Boulevard. all really far. Way, way, way up there. It was and far. And dance was way down. Yeah. 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 Separate but equal. Yeah, so we never, exactly. we all three never crossed paths, but then we were like, mm-hmm. we should carpool to work. And then since mm-hmm. then, we kind of, like, I swear that was my idea. 
that you and you like didn't want to for the longest time what but, carpool yeah i think you like, mentioned ew, it no and then you kept bringing it up <laughs> you finally caved you said i'm like ew that's not like me it was probably you who kept pushing for it <laughs> but i have a horrible memory so i don't really know <laughs> so then we we started hanging out and then we were like, let's move in together. So we lived together for five years. Wait, you mm-hmm. just jumped from like, we don't want to carpool together to like, let's move in together. Yeah, that's how it happened. No, just kidding. We we carpooled to work yes. consistently yeah. over the weekends because mm-hmm. that's when Tron was. And then through that, we just became good friends and hung mm-hmm. out like all the... And we didn't actually become really good friends until your 23rd birthday, was it? Yeah. You came to my birthday. Yeah. That was like such a big deal. Where was it? Mai Tai bar? <laughs> yeah, when there was a Mai Tai bar Ew. in Long Beach. In Long Beach, yeah. It's not that anymore, but... I think it's like restoration hardware now. <laughs> I Honestly. Love restoration hardware. I know. What an yeah. upgrade. Yeah, yeah. But you showed up, and I was like, oh. Oh, he cares. He's a friend. Oh. oh. Oh, he cares. Oh, no. He that was very carpool. short-lived, people. <laughs> I only shut up because I knew I needed a place to live, so... <laughs> no. And then from and there... And a dog sitter. And a dog sitter, right? <laughs> dog sitter. I didn't even have a dog yet, and I was like, I know she'll like to watch she my dog. She will. No, then we that. moved in together in 2000 and... Fourteen? No. No, it wasn't 2013, I think. Four years. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah, 2014. Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, she be she adopted my dog... <laughs> basically basically yeah and then our landlord wanted to sell the condo because it started getting really hood where we lived Mm -hmm. and then she decided to move in with her boyfriend and don't say i bought a house don't you dare (laughs) and she abandoned us and i had nowhere to go so i was forced to buy a house (laughs) stop it was the right choice for both of us let's be real it was what they mean is Sydney got pregnant and Brian got an inheritance, so they went their separate ways. Yeah, but we were doing the, the Disney <laughs> Disney version. Yeah, exactly. We just parted no, just ways. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, it's worked out, though. It has worked out a we lot. We stayed good actually. friends, and now we're visiting Shane. Shane, and I'm because super Brian stoked. feels bad about forgetting her birthday. And we don't even like Shane, so but we, we also didn't want to pay for a hotel in New York, so we are at this ghetto <laughs> place in Queens. Can that shit. <laughs> cute queens which yeah cute. i'm no, enjoying shane queens. your place is very cute Thanks. i actually like this place better than your other one in washington heights mm. Str- just because it's like takes what Location. 10 minutes 15 yeah. minutes to get into the city washington heights took like three hours a bus <laughs> a train a plane and then you had to like swim across the pond and you're like here's the start of manhattan <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh damn uh, but yeah <laughs> yeah okay so we wanted to are we good yeah. Do you guys feel like you're caught up on? Do you want to give a fruit roll up because you are like super? No, I actually don't care to give a fruit roll up. I I just feel like I there's just been so much going on that it would literally be a whole nother episode to talk about. Mm. Um, so I guess my fruit roll up is Sydney and why she's here. Great, that's my fruit Yay. roll up. Yeah. Thanks for um, me. so <laughs> we felt like we didn't know what to do. Obviously, we want to bring on guests that um, relate to our fresh fruit section. Um, and we felt like Sydney was a great um, person to add to this conversation. So we're going to move right into our fresh fruit segment. And so this week for fresh fruit, we wanted to talk about career changes, um, deciding that what you're currently doing is not making you happy. Because, you know, like, and this goes to you guys here, I'm talking, um, you know, like, have you guys ever had this time where you like woke up and realized you were so unhappy with what you were currently doing? And it was like, I don't even want to get out of bed. And that's like not a good mental state space to be in or a good place to be in yeah i've basically mm-hmm. never woken up in a, in a different mindset than that <laughs> you're like oh is that not all. normal is that not what you're supposed is that to not tuesday 
<laughs> okay, well, maybe I'm just speaking to myself. No, um, we joke, but like, you know, yeah. like Very we all true. can relate as now we're edging on 30 where we thought that this Sydney is where. Is. Oh, shit. We I'm all are. Oh, oh, yeah. Sydney. Oops. Yeah. She's she's 30 she's by 30. two she's months in. The way. And thriving. Thanks for reminding Dirty me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's funny because like when we think back to when we were kids. And when I say kids, I mean like high school or so. And you look at 30-year-olds, you're like, oh my God, they have their lives yeah. together. Like I, like once I'm 30, I'm going to have a family and Five own kids. a place and da-da-da-da-da and yeah. have my career. And then you get to 30 and you're like still not knowing what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, wait. It's like that meme when you're like, something bad happens and you're like, oh fuck, we need to find an adult. And then you realize you're the only adult. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, like an adult to your adult. adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, I think what we are as 30 year olds is kind of what 30 year olds were when we were younger but regardless um we all are kind of still in a transition period as Mm -hmm. far as our career i don't think any of us are doing what we sought out that we would do at 30 Mm -hmm. so how about we start there let's say what we thought we were going to do at 30 like if someone (laughs) in high school is like where do you see yourself at 30 what do you think you were doing sydney you want to lead us on this oh gosh i mean in high school well, I always pictured myself being a professional dancer mm-hmm. and I have like old diary pages that say like, I picture myself as a professional dancer with a family. Like I knew back then that I would definitely have at least a couple kids by now. I thought by like 20, like mid twenties, I would have a couple kids be married yeah. with a house and like probably multiple dogs. So that's always my dream. And be fully supporting myself, but like definitely <laughs> and, didn't happen and that of way. And that, of that list, which, wh- how much of that is actually true? <laughs> that was, well, you do have a dog. Zero. I have a stepdog. You have half a dog. <laughs> you have I half have a, a dog. I one dog. <laughs> which can like kind of combine as a child. So you <laughs> yeah. got two little yeah. points there. I got little, little things. Um, but that's about it. Yeah. Like my <laughs> dancing career that I thought was going to take off definitely changed paths there. Um Renting, sharing a one-bedroom, small one with my current boyfriend, <laughs> and yeah, living the dream. Back in school, so didn't think that I would be there. But you know, I, I'm embracing it now and trying not to kind of think about all the what-ifs and what I thought back then because it's definitely a different reality Yeah, yeah. as a 30-year-old it's in true. the real world. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a very different future that i had for myself back then yeah shane did you want to explain um well it's funny because when you ask that question i think back to a time when like i wasn't even out (laughs) you're like i have a girlfriend i have i literally did have a girlfriend i'm gonna eat pussy on thursdays (laughs) sometimes you may be or like there's some sort of payoff for me wait at that age you didn't think you were gay or you just no i knew i was gay i just like i was still so um, I knew that I wanted to get out of Chicago, but I didn't know that if I ever really would, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and so I thought like, I think I, I, I always thought of two options. Like one, I would stay in like the Chicago area. I would marry some poor girl who like wanted to believe hard enough that I was straight and we actually <laughs> would get married and like have sex just enough to have kids and then like or just enough to not have to come out of the closet right um yeah and like and become this like weird figure of a man that i didn't really identify with Mm -hmm. of like supporting for this family that Mm -hmm. was not like a real true family to me Mm -hmm. um 
and then I also had the option of like exploring like my dreams of leaving and second dick every day <laughs> trying to have kids trying so to you're have kids. you're living your 30s dream <laughs> um but i was just talking about this with somebody where like this goes a little deeper and i'll kind of be brief about it but i think now to 30 and i'm like life is so vastly different than anything that i imagined but i i think that's because i never really was able to fully envision what i thought 30 would be yeah because i was still so stuck on what it should be this facade in terms of, yeah. of like where i was at when people were asking that kind of question right. and um because of that i didn't start really thinking about what it was that i wanted and who it was that i wanted to be until so much later in life than other people mm-hmm. that life is different because i didn't get to start thinking about it until so much later right you mm-hmm. know and so now things are finally starting to click and i'm I feel behind, but when I look at, like, the time difference of, like, well, you didn't start thinking about that stuff until... I mean, I come in, I came out the day before my 18th birthday to my mom. Right. And it took me another year and a half or so to really start actually coming out and having gay friends and meeting right. people. Um, and so it wasn't until I was, like, 20-ish, like, yeah. late 19, 20, that I was like, oh, I'm gay. It's okay to be that way. It's okay to, like, explore what it is to be gay mm-hmm. and, like, what that all is, so... Um, life is like vastly different, but I'm loving it. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And you? It's Mr. my turn. Mr. Jinkos. Mm-hmm. Jinkos. I just always like think of young Brian and Jinkos now. I was killing the game in Jinkos. <laughs> um, I don't think I ever really like, well, there's like different stages in my life where I was like, this is what I want to do. When mm-hmm. I was really young. Yeah, of course. I wanted to be an inventor. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what job title that is I have no clue but I remember um, you know like when you had the Scholastics book fairs and you would have like those love it right Mm -hmm. like that was like lit as fuck in grade school oh yeah um but I it bought an inventing kit and really was just like making shit out of paper. But you couldn't tell me anything. I thought I was like making fucking real life life hacks. Like I was solving cancer. Okay, like I was killing it, little gay boy, little gay. I was black actually creature. dreaming of being a pediatrician and helping kids, and you were just cutting paper, thinking you were an inventor curing cancer. Sorry that my imagination has just been like writhing since I was a young boy. Um, no, but then I think the. the this is what I really thought I was going to be doing growing up. Well, I know it's kind of weird because honestly, like the beginning of high school, I always thought I was going to be a teacher because I, mm-hmm. I've like, okay, how am I going to explain this in a quick little short synopsis? Cause I'm not trying to give you a full life story. Cause I feel like we have a lot more to talk about, but everything that I thought I was going to be, I actually have been in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, I thought I was going to be a teacher for the longest time always. And, um, that was not the career path I chose out of college. But then afterwards, now going back to school to get my master's, I did in education and then I taught Mm -hmm. a little bit and I was like, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, the actual school setting, like a public school setting. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I still feel like I'm going to be teaching in some capacity, but maybe not in that formal classroom setting. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like when I coach the girls that I coach, um, it is like that guidance mentor. Yeah. For cheer. Um, it's that guide guidance mentor thing and which I don't think you guys knew I do coach cheer on the side for a nonprofit kind of thing but regardless um, so that was one of the things and then in high school I think because I was like suppressing my sexuality it came out in like dressing well 
and like taking mm. up fashion which is obviously so obvious as a gay person but like when people would be like oh I like what you're wearing it gave me validation so I mm. wanted to always look nice and so mm. I thought I wanted to go into fashion which is funny that Sydney went into fashion merchandising yeah. maybe that's what brought us together but <laughs> um, in college that was my declared major straight mm-hmm. out the gate and then I took two fashion classes you, and they were like, <laughs> well, no, this was like, this was when I knew like, this is not for me. Yeah. I took my first class, my first class and I'm sitting there kind of excited. Like, Oh, this might be like, this is what I'm going to get into. And two white girls to my right were like, Oh my God, did you see the lawn Vaughn collection for the spring? And the da 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 floral print with the, exactly. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck? Is the like, lawn Vaughn. I'm like, who is she? And they're like, you don't know who lawn Vaughn is. It's a he. And I was like, yeah. Oh bitch. <laughs> Like, I don't give a fuck, you know? Yep. And, like, I... Th- th- liking clothes does not translate to wanting to be in fashion. fashion. No. <laughs> and I thought at that age that you can mm-hmm. tell me different. Because even in my yearbook, it was, like, you know, like, in your senior pictures, I think mm-hmm. there was, like, three questions to answer, and they would pick one and put in the yearbook, and one of them was, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I was, like, leading my leading my own fashion merchandising firm, like, blah, blah. And even, like, all my friends in high school were, like, Brian, you're going to, like do fashion I can see you being so successful having your own line blah 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 this and that and blah, blah, blah. because and of like, your jinkos <laughs> I wear jinkos see, bitch. Always goes back. no I wore Hollister <laughs> if that was any Fierce. better no but what I really started getting in fashion was like when I lived in Germany in high school and like would go to H&M and the, not again when I say fashion it's 18 year old fashion for it right mm-hmm. not like what you would see nowadays for those people who have the internet at their disposal yeah. and like can really get into fashion all i had mm-hmm. was what was in my community and that was like fashion forward for me yeah. living in like a literal village in germany yeah but um yeah and then um even in middle school i was like i want to be a dancer and then i got hired at disney and then through that really pursued dancing got an agent in la booked a few things here and there but nothing where it was like I'm dancing back up for Beyonce. <laughs> but even if that was the case, I don't think I would want to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's weird because I feel like there's all these like little passion projects I've had on the side where I'm like, yeah, I take interest in that, but I'm like not wholeheartedly being like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is my purpose. And that's why I'm like, you know, that's cute. I wore that little hat for a bit, but you know, my head is getting heavy. So let's take that off, you know? (laughs) And, um, I was always like, yeah, traveling was my thriving passion, um, as like a hobby, right. Where I was like, I loved how you said being in San Francisco, it made you feel alive. It gave you that new spark of like, Mm -hmm. I want to go back and make shit happen. Right. And that's kind of what I've had on this trip in New York, honestly, seeing people do their own element. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want to create that. Like if, Someone saw, like, how I see this person, I wonder what they're doing in this city and where they're going. I want that same respect when someone sees me, right, in L.A. Mm -hmm. They're like, what is he doing? So that's where my mind goes, but that's kind of why I fell into flight attending. But again, like, all these things were never planned. And at 30... I think now that I'm about to be 30, I'm kind of falling into what I thought I would have because I just bought a house. Mm -hmm. But not really by the ways the standard ways of getting a house like saving up and like you know well it's funny because like one dream brought you to another where like you wanted to be a dancer you got booked on a job it fucked up your leg fucked my leg you got your little zaddy inheritance and now you have a house (laughs) and now I have a house yeah so it's like but with the universe giving you gifts girl girl thanksgiving dinner (laughs) no but like 
that's the thing. It's like I'm kind of in the path that I thought I was, but not the way I thought I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. But even still with that said, out of all three of us, I feel like I'm more in my my lane. Mm-hmm. But with that said, two things. One, I think we just attack things differently. Mm-hmm. Like I always have these ideas. I never let them go. I just put them on the back burner. Like for instance, when I got my master's degree, I was like, I should teach go into education just in case I actually want to do that. But it was never like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I attack life. But then two, even though I thought I was going to do all these things, I still do them in some capacity, but it's not What about the little all. inventor that you were? Where does that come to Girl, capacity? I'm still <laughs> trying, to, to <laughs> trying to... I'm trying to put that puzzle we'll piece in that when you're 30, maybe. <laughs> it's up but, and coming. But honestly, it's funny you say that mm-hmm. because I feel like for me... I'm experiencing all these little pieces to where it's going to fit in an opportunity for me Mm -hmm. in some weird way Mm -hmm. and it's going to let me invent my own pathway and that's where I'm going to be like... These are like stepping stones. Totally. Yeah. I wouldn't even say stepping stones because I feel like that's so linear Mm -hmm. but like... But like yes, puzzle pieces. Exactly, in the, the same whole... thing. It's like, choose your own adventure, we're all going to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That's cool, though. Um, but yeah, I think we're, I'm in the same boat as you guys, though, is like, think about where we all met each other, where we were, and what we thought we were going to be doing, yeah. and then where we are now. Not a single one of us could have called this for each other, mm-hmm. or oh, predicted yeah. in our own life that this is what we're going to be mm-hmm. doing. So. I bring this up or we bring this up to say like if you in this in this car <laughs> and you are in this boat, bitch you're not alone. Pull Keep up the seat. Keep it I feel on. like it's so common. Especially in our generation today. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's not so easy to thrive anymore. Mm-mm. Like it's you can't just like marry, get a house, have kids. It's no. like no, y'all both need to work because th- these bills aren't paying for themselves yeah. on right. one income anymore. So mm-hmm. true. So yeah. Um so was there anything else you guys want to add on that? No. We're going to stay in the same vein, but as far as like where we thought we were going to be in da 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 So I want to talk about, well, I, I, I you guys tell me if you want to talk about this, but um, about the anxiety or like the big heartache about trying to change directions in your life. And I, this is why I think it's great that we bring you into this conversation, Sydney, because I was there when you started talking about trying to make a career path. Mm-hmm. So I guess let's start with where, what you're trying to do now and let's see if down the line if in five years or so we like bring oh, you gosh. back on the show we we're like this? so girl she's like i'm a stripper <laughs> right so um Street so let's money <laughs> so tell us about your uh, your path on like what you thought you were doing to now where your what your goal is and how you feel because i think it's important to bring this up well i originally got my bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising with Boop. a minor in dance so she was living my dream <laughs> Pretty much, I saw it through. To she was the my white degree. bitch that was like, Lon Von 2018. Yeah, oh, I was you like, don't know Ew. who that is? You're <laughs> such a shame. Um, but uh, yeah, getting out of that, I worked for uh, Nordstrom for a while and was trying to kind of find my way. I wanted to be... I forgot you worked at Nordstrom. Yeah, for like a year. I was in a very <laughs> high-end kind of designer department that was just not really my jam, like deep down. Um, I did, I mean, I enjoy fashion, but I feel like it's more of like a hobby than a career path for me so I just I enjoy being in the environment and everything but I I didn't picture myself kind of climbing like a corporate ladder and doing all the things like it just it's not for me not to say that anything is wrong with that but just my just 
Because I feel like from an outsider looking in, I felt like you thrive in the creative aspect Mm -hmm. of fashion and putting things together and like that. But the business side where you have to be a little more cutthroat. Yes. I always felt like you were like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're just like, not my jam. Not in my personality. And that's kind of what fashion (laughs) is. Yeah. Is a lot of that. Yeah. You definitely have to be cutthroat. And so that's, that's for sure not who I am. Yeah. Um, but kind of doing a little more soul searching and things like that. Um, actually chatting with you was where I really had like she a pointed revelation. At me. No, I <laughs> she pointed at Shane. <laughs> Who'd you point at, Sydney? Shane or Brian? <laughs> bat bat team. There's team no, bat bat. No team comment bat on bat. that one. You see when Shane feels team a little bat insecure because he's not being validated, <laughs> he wants to take over. He but himself. Sydney was pointing at me because we she always was. used to have deep conversations about our life <laughs> when we lived together and Shane was MIA. Oh gosh, Continue. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> MIA being a bad friend, but we won't go there. Yeah, stop. I won't I won't comment on anything that said just now. Um, but no, just kind of doing some soul searching and things. I always um, going through schooling and being at Cal State Long Beach, I always admired people who are nursing students and um, kind of never thought that I could like do it myself and have the I don't know the, I guess the brain capacity to get through the science and math courses that were like required for nursing majors. So I always just sort of sold myself short and kind of thought like, I'm not, well, I mean, enough for that. I can't get through that. Nursing as is, I don't know if this is in any other, um, university outside of California, but Mm -hmm. especially in California, it is extremely competitive for nursing and especially at Long Beach state. Very. Like they only admit people with straight A's in certain classes. So mm-hmm. understanding it's, why you'd feel the pressure yeah. before even trying to get into Tough it. Tough to get into. Yeah. But even when I was in school the first time, that that didn't even really phase me because I kind of thought like, oh, they tell you to pick a major or pick a career path and like totally. you'll just go with it. It'll just work out for you. Like that's kind of what I was always thinking. But I didn't pick that path because I never thought I could really get through the classes. Mm-hmm. So looking back at it I'm like that's something I always kind of wanted to pursue and just never thought that I could but I've always had this just like compassion for for people and Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's kind of been a driving force for me it's like Mm -hmm. I enjoy customer service for the most part I love being around people and things and so I've always kind of been in that industry but for some reason just nursing always kind of drew me in because I feel such a strong pull towards like just helping people seeing people happy that's always been like a big thing of mine so Mm -hmm. um thinking about being a nurse and stuff would just excite me and that like having conversations about that I was getting more and more just like amped on it and kind of thinking about like well what if I could get through these math and science classes like that would be pretty sweet if I Mm -hmm. could get to the end result of like being a freaking nurse that's like that's like a superhero status to me that I never thought I could reach. So like, yeah, decided to go for it. (laughs) I feel like um, an outsider looking in, I feel like when you told me nursing was your journey, your next path or your next goal to achieve, I was like, that makes complete sense to me. Right. Because as your friend, you go above and beyond for the people in your life. And I feel like nurses need to that. Right. Cause like, it's kind of like teaching where you don't, your, your income is kind of like a driving force, but also it's like, On the day-to-day, you really have to kind of want to help someone Mm because they're really shitty to you a lot of the time. And I feel like you are really good at, like, 
doing above and beyond just for the simple fact of doing it rather than wanting adoration for it yeah. is that a word adoration yeah <laughs> okay yeah. It is, and right? also like um <laughs> i don't know if that's right contact i don't either <laughs> I, get what I mean, mean, like, adore, adore, yeah, like, or like uh, recognition yeah, is probably rec- a better word. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I feel like nursing is totally up your vein. There was another point I was going to bring up, but that word trip up got me all lost. <laughs> now. Um, I'm sure I'll like, think of it, but yeah, for sure. I feel like, um, nur- oh, that's what I was going to say is that I feel like nursing also brings a sense of stability, yeah, flexibility within the job force, stability mm-hmm. in the financial sense mm-hmm. where you know that you'll be making money where yeah. fashion did not bring that. And I feel like you're the kind of creature of like a rhythm. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I also think that it's like, challenging enough once you get into the field where you don't feel like every day is the same yeah 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 so when you were telling me that nursing was like where even you on the to radar go, yeah, kind of i was like you know what i would never guess that for you but now that you say it it makes complete sense you could see for it. sure that's yeah. a good thing yeah <laughs> that yeah. made that fueled my fire even more too to kind of hear that and like made me really excited to kind of jump in and you even said like i mean starting out you know what is the worst that could happen yeah. like you'll hate the classes and you just mm-hmm. you know just whatever it's a then, wash then yeah. drop because out of them like it's not the worst thing at least you know i feel like you can think something over a thousand times but mm-hmm. once you hear one reinforcement of your thought you're like oh yeah i can do it like you're so right totally. <laughs> it literally takes one person to be like i think you can do it yeah like, you know what yeah, me too that I has think such so a too. power behind it bring up yeah say that it again really because i feel like that is very no like <laughs> seriously let's highlight that i don't want to like let that be a throwaway comment i think that's very important yeah. honestly i mean we can we can try to believe in ourselves like day in and day out but the world tells us no all the time mm-hmm. especially coming from like a performing mm-hmm. background which we all have and not only mm-hmm. the world but like your inner saboteur yeah. will yeah. be like yeah. look how hard this is you didn't yeah. really you weren't successful in science you weren't successful yeah in like math. my head telling me whatever that whole yeah. time you but, can't get through those math and science courses yeah but yeah. one no, person no, no. especially somebody who you believe in and who you care about and, and trust, want to thrive mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah it, hearing them believe in you you're like oh what Oh, mm-hmm. I, I can do it. Yeah. yeah. I believe in me. I believe in me too. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. And like, completely. I think what you think too is like this whole black and white of like hard or easy. Right. And you're like, oh, it's too hard. So I can't do it. Or yeah, I'll do it. Cause it's going to be easy, but it's like, no, it's going to be hard even though you want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and you go into it knowing that you're insecure about it, but you're like, you know what? It is going to be hard, but who I'm going to figure this shit out. Right. Yeah. Like I've made it this far. Those days are going to come. Let me acknowledge it. We'll cry a bit and then we'll mm-hmm. move the fuck on mm-hmm. because this is what is ultimately important for me is what I want yeah. in life. And yeah. when you can't be saying that to yourself every day, it's right. nice to be like, yeah, girl, you Care from this. someone else. Yeah. 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 And you're the only one like stopping yourself from totally. getting there and doing it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, it was nice to have those conversations for sure. And then I just decided to sign up for classes. And so now I'm trying yeah, to get into <laughs> just kidding. i mean we're not there now yet she a doctor but... <laughs> <laughs> <Break> an a <laughs> no but it's eventually like, we'll it's get funny because like i remember when we were having this thought mm-hmm. and then now to watch it and unfold cool, it is like so cool to mm-hmm. see that i know that we're in a weird spot now because you know you have to go through all these humps to get into nursing yes. so we're, we're we're past the prereqs we're yes. past like the we start the we're like kind of like <laughs> on the edge of the cliff about yeah. to jump into the pool yes, of the medical of like field and nursing school. just even getting to this point 
I remember thinking like this would be the hardest hump, right? I don't even think that the I think obviously getting into nursing school would be a big hump, mm-hmm. but it's starting really, it exactly yeah. beginning the, the beginning. Is, like, but so I feel hard. like it's really hard, especially what I worried for you because you already had a degree mm-hmm. and it wasn't a degree that had anything to do with this new career path yes. and having to go back with kids that are like little kids that are 18, 19, 20 <laughs> taking these classes. And you're like, Oh yeah. You know? Way. Yeah. You're like, fuck <laughs> what the shit. And if they get a better grade, you're like, motherfucker. Oh, like yeah. I have more life it's experience. It's very discerning. <laughs> yes. But then you're past all that like insecurity mm-hmm. phase. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then once you start nursing, obviously there's going to be people younger than you, but you're all starting together. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, like as a friend I'm so proud because I'm like oh she's making it bitch. Yeah, me too, me too me too me too I'm proud I'm proud I'm proud, I'm proud. Yes. thank you thank you I'm happy so I, I can help you here. get here because Just I knew it was going to be hard but you like took it on so well and I honestly I would always ask like how's it going and I'm like yeah it was definitely this, tough at yeah, times like, but, but I would be like today's the day that she's going to be like fuck this shit right and it was never like that you're like yeah it sucks but I think I'll be fine and I'm like oh, did yes. you really think I would ever say fuck this shit yeah I'm like give it not, up really not I never thought you were going to be that way, but I didn't want you, you to be that way. Yeah. And, you know, as a friend, I wanted to like play out the options so yeah. I knew that I was ready to mm-hmm. be supportive for you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, if she comes in and she says, fuck this, I'm the realistic here. Yeah. side of like, like, let's get it. To, like, I'm yeah. going to be there for her. Yeah. And I didn't want those conversations to happen. So every time I'd ask, I'm like, okay, could go down that route. Let's, let's prepare. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> you want to get in and out? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Trisha. Trisha. Or McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's is probably more That's more That's definitely realistic. what helped my brain through all these science and math. Yep. <laughs> Cheeseburgers <laughs> at like 2 a.m. Burgers and french fries all. Speaking of which, it's, it's almost, yeah. Yeah, is it time to go? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cheeseburger hour. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. We have a Burger King down the street. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's no McDonald's nearby, is there? No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's great. Way. And I remember when you were going into it, Sid, you, mm-hmm. I've never seen you more anxious in your life mm-hmm. than that moment, those months leading up to it. I remember you. I would come home and you'd just be on the couch crying, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like her and Sean broke up. Sean being her boyfriend, and she's like, "No, I'm just, I just can't." And I'm like, "With what?" Oh, with, with I don't even remember these times. Yes, and you're like, I mean, maybe you're making stuff. You was know, this when our like walls were leaking and like? No, we that was were, a whole. Okay, nugget. well, I was definitely no, crying like, through that because. But I'm like, rough. you were so stressed out. Oh yeah. Mind you, also because of money too, but. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, let's let's get a little quieter. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that I'm gonna hear this back and be like, "Damn, I was yelling." Damn. But um, <laughs> you were just stressed about school, money, oh, all yeah. these things, yeah. and then literally you'd be like, "I'm like, what'd you do today?" And you're like, "Nothing." And I'm like, "So why are you stressed?" And you're like, "I don't know," and I just feel like oh, I'm like you're yeah, like I just like crying. I had big time anxiety big time for a while anxiety. before anxiety. starting. Yeah. Or was in school and I was about to start a new surfing yeah. job. Yeah. I, had it was all the at most once. anxiety yeah. and I couldn't even explain like what, what the problem feeling, was yeah. or what I was so stressed out or scared of but I l- felt my body was just reacting like the world was ending yeah. like mm-hmm. I was gonna die and I could not I've never felt anything like that mm-hmm. before and I think it was just a whirlwind of like new schooling new career change or trying to get mm-hmm. in that direction and then like starting at a new restaurant it all just like hit me and I've never felt like that before but it I mean, it, it subsided eventually. Like, totally. I, I got past it. You kind of have to turn off emotionally and just go that with the just, flow and yeah. be like, whatever fucking yeah. happens. If I die, I die. Yeah. You're almost like, like in those moments, like, fucking kill me. Yeah. That was a tough time for yeah. sure. But you but know, two things with that. It's like, 
for me, that's why I'm so proud because at seeing you through that journey, I was like, I don't know how this is going to end. Because, you know, like we have those motivational talks, you get into it. And then when it happens, you're like, please be excited about it. <laughs> and then I saw you like wanting to break down. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, did I advise her into the wrong thing? Ugh. Like, it's not the right season yet. Right. And then so that was the first thing. But then to seeing you come out of it, I was like, absolutely, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then now <laughs> you have that whole moment to when you feel like anxious again or like you're like is this right can i do this you can think back and be like i made it through that yeah you know what i mean it's like i was good yeah i didn't die girl i'm good yeah Yeah. oh yeah Mm. well thanks yeah so we should like do a little acknowledgement and be like girl (laughs) you're grateful for your strength (laughs) thanks for being a strong independent woman i'll be grateful again when i actually get into nursing school but it'll happen yeah yeah you worked too hard to get to this point yeah it's like that's what i figured yeah (laughs) It's and it's not it's not time. not gonna happen because you want it to so it's mm-hmm. going to right mm-hmm. you're gonna make that happen yeah mm-hmm. in the meantime i'm just gonna be here on the podcast like guest starring every week or something <laughs> <laughs> it's you my new gig a, you're paying me you right? can be an ar- honorary fruit snack <laughs> honorary <laughs> every a week fly. <laughs> yeah. a fruit fly ew <laughs> attached to you (laughs) um and then shane i know you've been kind of quiet because that's kind of like me and sydney's story but that's like roommate talk it is roommate talk um do you want to talk about your idea of a i don't even want to say it because i don't know if you want to bring it up yeah um go ahead we well so i feel like to kind of generalize where i've always been like i think mentally speaking i think that i've always seen the closest people to me do these things where i'm like that might be fun or like maybe I can do that and so I do what other people are doing more than like doing it because that's was like my original idea right. like I wanted mm-hmm. to try it like even flight attending I that was never I always heard other people talk about it um mm-hmm. and I was like oh I guess that'd be a cool job for somebody but like I never thought of it as like my thing um and even doing it now I'm like I think it's more of a transitional moment for mm-hmm. me it's more of like a a passing moment mm-hmm. um but the the f- really like the first thing that I've ever really wanted to do like on my own and I've never really heard anybody else in my life talk about it um is own a coffee shop mm-hmm. and I used to be like such an an ignorant like I drink Starbucks and like I only drink Starbucks <laughs> not Ew. to offend people who like Starbucks so let's throw <laughs> no, that out there no, when he all, means ignorant I think you mean more so like as in I wouldn't even try other coffee right you know? right and other people were like but yeah. that may not like what you're drinking at Starbucks is like sugar filled and it's not like coffee you're not really trying coffee yeah. and I'm like no I like Starbucks yeah. <laughs> um and I feel like traveling a lot has forced me to try other coffees because starbucks mm-hmm. isn't always the most convenient actually yeah. isn't convenient all the time and doesn't always exist everywhere which like, is funny because it actually is probably the most convenient in an airport <laughs> it is oh, yeah but like but we don't have time like, in airports I worked on cruise ships for a second right and like mm-hmm. not every island you go to has like a starbucks right. so you're like well i guess i'll drink local guess coffee I gotta branch out. and like actually trying different coffees and um and exploring like new ways to drink it and such has like kind of excited me but more than that it's the feel of being in a coffee shop for me and feeling what different coffee shops give to people Mm -hmm. and seeing like the different crowds that it brings in and the different type of connections that you see between people Mm -hmm. at just coffee shops and coffee is such a um routine for people Mm -hmm. where like 
you know it's always going to be around because people rely on caffeine to like get them it's like food like food bringing people together yeah um and but the difference between coffee and food for me is like coffee is such a like a basic thing right and the only things that you really add to it are like milk and sugar to make it different you just add those in different ways to make it a different kind of drink Mm -hmm. um as to like foods you can have like different cuisines mexican ways of cooking all that yeah Yeah. um it's almost like like music where mm -hmm. the ingredients in all music are exactly the same it's Mm -hmm. just how you mix it up tickles each each person's fancy Mm -hmm. yeah um and i mean we were talking i brought you guys yesterday to one of my favorite coffee shops here Mm -hmm. in astoria Mm -hmm. um and then my second favorite today and it's just like I feel like I'm pulling in inspiration from these places, and I'm feeling excited about this thing that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. I've never run a business. I've never. I mean, I worked at Starbucks for three months, you know, and it wasn't enough to be like I worked at a coffee mm-hmm. shop. It was just like I did it, and mm-hmm. it was okay, but it was very corporate. Mm-hmm. Like everything was so structured, and it was very like streamlined to be like you have to do this at this minute in order to produce this product mm-hmm. and. And now it's more of like, I want to, I want to provide a space for people where they can come for this like common, I don't want to say necessity, but this common liking of like, we want to drink coffee our way and we want to drink it together because we want to catch up or we want to talk about business or we want to whatever. And I want to provide that space for people and I want it to be my own and I, I want I mean, for lack of better terms, I want to be my own boss and I want mm-hmm. to provide like a great work environment for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like so exciting because it's my own like original. Nobody else is like running a coffee shop in my life. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. It's like literally nobody else is doing that. And I want to be the first in my life to do it. But that's also terrifying because you have nobody to like base all of that experience but it's just of. not terrifying because you got a team behind you supporting you <laughs> and so and so and so right here. Um, <laughs> if we need to tell you not to do it we're right here to be like yeah no. don't do it <laughs> <laughs> but it but it is going to those people that you trust and then also like uh, taking a step uh, or taking a leap of faith and like trusting in people like mm-hmm. the coffee shop i brought you to yesterday mm-hmm. i like kind of the universe bringing in that moment like one day I was talking to this girl who works there and I came to find out she was the owner and I was asking her these questions and I told her why I was asking her so many questions and she was like if you ever just want to like sit down and ask me whatever you want to ask and like go from there I'd, I'd be happy to be here for you and I was like oh it's nice to let people like that exist what's you her know? name Antonia Antonia. Shout out to Antonia. Where's her coffee shop? Queen's Room in Astoria. It is on 36 and Dittmar's Boulevard. It's more than just coffee. She has full service bar, full like, uh, like a full menu. It's a little like condensed mm-hmm. in terms of like you don't get seven types of burgers. They have like one that burger, means it's but good. yeah, yeah. But it's like it's a special. You specialize menu. in yeah. each mm-hmm. dish for sure. And it's like quality food, quality coffee, mm-hmm. and the like the. The ambiance is like, uh, I love it. It's cute. It's it cute. So much. It yeah. is, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I think the coffee shop would be a great idea. Thanks. <laughs> because I love free coffee, so. <laughs> you can't bring it, right? <laughs> I love free coffee. And here, here first, bitch, if you're going to make coffee inspired by your friends, you better make a ginger coffee after me. I did say that that was one of my ideas. I want to make 
drinks after the people who have like been a source of like solitude or so uh, if you ever in my life if you ever make a coffee the the weaver the bitter the bitter (laughs) the bitter Bitter black Black. coffee black is nice just not even water just beans (laughs) you just get a cup of beans beans. cold water (laughs) not even water just beans Beans Just in your beans mouth, open up. Beans, yeah, and they're not even like out of the the stock or whatever coffee comes in. From it's like, like it's, outside yeah, it's like bushes. like a coffee plant. <laughs> you say chew this. Open up. Next. <laughs> you just have the weaver. Yeah. Enjoy. If if you ever get a coffee mm. that's inspired by me, put ginger in that bitch. Okay. 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 A little spicy. Okay. Okay. Ooh, a little ginger, real spice. <laughs> oh, cr- yeah. <laughs> that big tongue pop. I know that tongue flick. <laughs> let's like wrap this whole idea of career path changes up it's like are you not changing your career well um i don't think i have anything to really add to the story right. um because for me I, I never felt like i ever needed to change careers as you know sydney living with me i'm always an add-on kind of bitch where mm-hmm. i'm like i have a few hours here let me add on something let me else. just get my master's up into yeah um because <laughs> i think for me i'm a uh, I like to like keep one foot in one path and yeah. then the next into the other until i can fully step off one path and get into the next yeah. so when i have an interest i'm like let's put this as a hobby turned reality right and that's mm-hmm. kind of my idea is like you know that that whole mentality of like if you do if you if your job is what you enjoy doing what is the hobby what is it what <laughs> if you oh if you if you, oh, you enjoy never you never work a day in your life yes or what i, I mean it's something it, like more that. yes it's more eloquent <laughs> i think than that but okay, I think <laughs> okay, damn. no but there's like more like signifiers I'm of what it much is. A poet. <laughs> that was my thing right where i was like oh i have mm-hmm. an interest in this mm-hmm. let's see what i can do within this realm and then once mm-hmm. it stops you know, giving me the gifts that I feel like it does. The season's over and I move on to the next season. And so it's not necessarily like I'm in this mindset of like I'm changing career paths, but mm-hmm. as of right now, I'm content with where I'm at. I don't think this is where I thought I was going to be, nor is this where I think I'm going to end up. Mm-hmm. But for sure, I think what I'm doing is working for right now and I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But um, I really appreciate that you guys bring up the anxiety of career changes and stuff like that because I think we're not alone in that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't even get into that. I'm a mess when it comes... But okay. Oh, we're back on the topic. Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> no, Part two. Back I'm wrapping up because, I mean, I talked about how I want... what I want to change about my life and mm-hmm. what I want to be in the future, but the anxiety of making that decision comes less from not knowing how to do it or just jumping into it and more about how other people around you will react to you making that decision. Mm -hmm. Especially when like, I feel like I come from a background where I'm like, I'm over it. I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And people are like, you're, you're going to do something new again, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, yeah, because I want to, because then I see people who like never make a leap out of something and they're just miserable for years and years and years. But but they're like, but I have like benefits and I have like a, but Whatever. that goes beyond career too, like yeah. relationships, yeah. Like, anything, anything. Yes. Um, yeah. When people get themselves stuck, and mm-hmm. and I think it goes back to like what we said about, you know, when we were talking about you said mm-hmm. where, when you say something out loud, all it takes is one person to be like, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I think I think that would be great for you, and you're like, great, yeah, I think like, so too. Oh God, and yeah. and you jump into it, and it takes away a lot of that stress and anxiety, and it turns it into like 
inspiration and encouragement and excitement about what mm-hmm. you're doing mm-hmm. to where it makes it more of a reality instead of like this far-fetched dream that you'll right. never be able to attain and i think sometimes okay. when people like bring it up like where they hesitate telling you to do it it's i think they're more worried about you um not necessarily failing but like being disappointed in your own abilities mm-hmm. and as long as you can believe in yourself to the point of making the change, I yep. think that's the biggest step that you need to do. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think all of us can attest to it and say it is extremely scary and mm-hmm. you get anxiety and all that stuff, but you really got to tell yourself, like, you're not dead. And I know right. that sounds yeah. so stupid, but that's the most extreme thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like being dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dying and from it. You're not dying. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and if it fails... And say you lose all your money or whatever the case is on an extreme case, you will figure out a way to come back. Mm-hmm. It's not over. It right. will not be over. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we don't have it figured out by any means. But yeah. also, it's like you have to be open enough to try to figure it out because mm-hmm. I think that's where you'll find your happiness. Yeah. For sure. Because you're not going to find it in sitting in sadness. No. <laughs> and there's no timeline for figuring it out. There's no standard. No. Like everyone is on their own different like wavelength and it's nice to hear other similar like wavelengths of mess and wavelengths of fucking <laughs> mess yeah. going through the same thing you know because yeah. it reassures you that like we're not you're you gucci know, too old you know stop it see yeah. we have we Cut are that gucci lit af <laughs> Ew. Trying to be young and not almost 30. Stop <laughs> right. that Bitch, I'm not 30. I'm 29. <laughs> Hanging on that you. 29-year-olds don't talk like that 29 either. with this hairline. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> 29 with no hairline. What hairline? <laughs> hey, I'm, it's still there. Barely hanging on. Bare. Barely. Yeah. So was there anything yeah. else you guys wanted to add? No. Um, do you so. both? Okay, so um, I think we should switch real quick into fresh smoothie. I think we're, you know, you, these podcasts keep getting longer and longer. Actually, this fresh smoothie but this is why ties it into the topic a lot. So this section, we call this segment fruit smoothie because we're blending your ideas with ours. And I, um, I feel like this is a great thing. Someone wrote in a couple weeks ago and I saved it because I, I didn't know how we would tackle this. But they asked, how do you be a badass bitch? Right? And I was like, when are we going to toss that in? And I think... This is a perfect idea of being the badass bitch, right? Mm-hmm. I think that in our mind's eye, um, we'll like, add if you feel like you need to. Um, but this, for me, being a badass bitch is not necessarily having everything figured out. Because I feel like when you when I think of like an embodiment of badass bitch, it's like Beyonce, right? Where she's just standing there and people are yeah, going ape just shit. Just a, a fan blowing just, your hair. Yeah, and just be like, yes, Dressed bitch. in Balmain, like head to toe, uh-huh. custom fit. Like that's one essence of badass bitch. But yeah. the badass bitch that I think is the most fruitful in life. Ooh, fruitful. Ooh, I like what you Bitch, talking. I didn't even try that. <laughs> we should have that as a segment. Fruitful. fruitful. <laughs> See, mm. mm. that could be like a universe gift, right? Like, right. what you the fruitful for? Of his fruit. Yes. <gasps> oh, I'm fruit. gonna have to write that down. So you heard it here first. <laughs> fruitful next segment. Um, but I think the badass bitches that are the most fruitful in life are the ones who own what they give in life, right? Like, mm-hmm. knowing the the true essence of who you are and how you move through life, and then utilizing and harnessing those tools to really create success within your own life and not measuring your success based off of what society thinks you should be doing based off what money you're making or based off of like who's liking your pictures but ultimately a badass bitch knows how to make themselves happy and they don't need any other outside influence to really own who they are and i think 
because you go through life with that essence, you're naturally drawing energy that attracts to that light. Mm -hmm. And that's when you become successful. And that to me is what a badass bitch is. It's just someone like, I think we all are all badass bitches because we all had moments where we dip, but we all have been like, you know what? I'm good. I got this. Mm -hmm. And even like owning up to what you're going through as a bad thing is being a badass bitch because you're like, yeah, this sucks. I'm not ready for this right now or I'm in my emotions but let me feel what I need to feel in order to pass through this season and get to the sunny days because that's what a badass bitch does Mm -hmm. a little fake ass bitch will be like no I'm good I'm fine and then really not really dig deep and then you're like two seasons behind when you're like Lon Vaughn season seven (laughs) (laughs) I don't know her but yeah, that's my definition of badass bitch is just really, really, really owning who you are, harnessing that, and then using that going forward and like really knowing how to like kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it? <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. I think it's it's taking, it's self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but it's deeper than that but, though. Well, it's deeper than that, but it's also like a continuation of self-confidence. It's and, okay to have, like you said, we dipped. Yeah. It's okay to have mm-hmm. those dips, but it's like, it's coming back up from that. And it's, I personally think because I live my life this way, I think it's okay to be a badass bitch with the foundation of and influences and encouragement of other people. Um, because I think we need that. But I think through that, and through other people, you need to find your own self-identity mm-hmm. in order to get to that, what people would call like a badass bitch mindset. Like mm-hmm. you have to be, you have to be confident in yourself and you have to be confident in the relationships that you have and taking advice and encouragement and love from other people and saying I need help mm-hmm. is so difficult, but that's a badass bitch thing to do. Yeah, like I was gonna say, like being confident in your insecurities. Yeah, being like, I know I struggle. We here. all have help them, me, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, give me that those tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a badass bitch. And I also think that comes with like age, where mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not good at it. I'm okay that I'm not good at it because mm-hmm. I'm never going to be. Yeah. But I know that X Y Z has that in their back pocket, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna get that help. Mm-hmm. And I want to make this a badass bitch moment. <laughs> yes, badass bitch. You gotta throw all those neck little swirls up in ba- there. A bad mm-hmm. moment. B A B. Badass bitch moment. B A B. Badass. Bab. 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 Oh, bab. bab moment. Bab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a cheer team, and they call themselves Babs. Badass I'm bitches. I'm mad. <laughs> so you didn't make that up. But then also they. Say, I was thinking Bab Coffee. <laughs> for your Bab. coffee shop, coffee right. house? Babs. <laughs> I support it. I do too. <laughs> Sydney, did you want to add? Since you're actually like a badass bitch. Mm-hmm. Am I? Mm-hmm. Can I ask if these polar bear socks make me a badass bitch? <laughs> She's like, polar bear socks make you a badass bitch. She'll get, <laughs> cop you a pair. <laughs> no, just I agree. You guys just have a better way with words than I do. <laughs> I you know what this sounds like? It's like said. when you're taking an online course in um, college and it's like the professor's like as assignment each week you have to respond to two um, discussion posts and you're like I agree I agree with what Matt Connell said so you better get your participation points (laughs) yeah I do I'm good at participating (laughs) no but you guys are way better at explaining was there anything you guys wanted to add to that fruit smoothie section no thank you I just say believe in yourself we have other Mm -hmm. questions but I feel like this is starting to drag on again I'm trying to keep them within the the hour time frame you said them (laughs) these episodes oh I thought you meant me and Sydney I was like (laughs) 
I was like, you've been prompting this whole episode. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like these episodes, I'm trying to keep them in within range. Keep us in a corner Um, here. But yeah, so let's just wrap it up and end it with in season. Mm, mm, mm. So um, in season, Sydney is the section where we wrap up the show, saying what is in season for us for the week. Kind of things that we take interest, like the seasonal fruits of the world. So. you don't have to start it, but just think. I'll of, start it. Shane will start. I'll go, and then just think of something that you were like, "Yes, it could be anything, like New York literally or anything. literally anything." Yeah. Something that you enjoyed this week, or was like, "Oh, I needed that. I needed that little tidbit of fruit juice." Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Shane. Well, funny you said fruit juice because I was going to say that in honor of Sydney's thirtieth, I'm going to say chilled red wine. Oh, is that's in a good one. I love a good like red blend spicy red but what i love even more is like a chilled red Mm -hmm. blend like not cold Mm -hmm. but not room temp just a nice little one ice cube cube. see and i was about to say you better call that one ice cube because i wanted you to highlight that because that's some ghetto ass bitch shit just one ice cube (laughs) just swirl it around let it chill the wine no (laughs) always gab it's not bad (laughs) gab ass bitch yes I'm about it, but that's how I like my Either wine. Way. And that means I'm a badass bitch because I know what I like. I like it how I want it, and I want it how I get it, and I get it how I want it. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Bab. You like, that's how I like my wine. And you've had, like, what, two glasses I like know, that? literally. <laughs> it's a new gap moment. So that's your in-season? That's my in-season. Ice cube it's, red wine. It's getting, co- it's getting cold here, and so I feel like I'm moving so from my there. summer rosé to my winter Ice red. Ice cube in the red. But and you just throw an ice cube. You know, none of that makes any sense, but I, I'm i not going to rain on your instant. That's because you don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I have, like, shit I need to kill in my life, and alcohol gets in the way. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Well... Um, I'm like Sydney right now. I'm like trying to scrounge for an in season. I had so many in my head. I was like, ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. And then I'm like, eh. Ooh, this is a good one. In season for me, poached eggs. Mm. poached eggs yes um i bring this up because i was making avocado toast and poached eggs seem like they're so difficult like you know like when you get poached eggs it's usually on stuff that's like like when people like how do you like your eggs you're usually like scrambled or Mm -hmm. over easy or fried or whatever you never say poached and that's always an option okay well i never say poached um but i love poached eggs are probably my favorite way to eat eggs poached for sure um especially with like a runny yolk and mm. so um but you only see medium them, you only see them on like eggs benedict so i just thought it was like particular to that dish or like sometimes you'll get it on like avocado toast mm-hmm. so the other day i was like got i went grocery shopping and i bought eggs because i'm like i don't really like breakfast food mm-hmm. and so i was like but i want like a hearty well-balanced diet this was our breakfast together in what? LA that you made poached eggs. Well, that's what I'm time. saying. It's like, this is in season for me. I've been I'm doing just it. denoting that like I was around for the first time that you made <laughs> So when I say in season, it really hasn't started this week per se. But No, like... that's okay. I just wanted to be included in the story. <laughs> you want to make it about you. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but I've been like doing avocado toast or whatever. And um, I was like, how do you even fucking make poached eggs? <laughs> so if you don't know, the best way I found out to do poached eggs is take a pot of boiling water um and then as it's like at the boiling where it's like bubbling bubbling mm-hmm. um what i'll do is take an extra bowl crack the egg into the bowl and then put the bowl in the water and then like drop the egg into it so it doesn't break apart because mm-hmm. if you just crack the egg into boiling water it'll like bubble up and right. turn crazy and usually break 
um, within the hot water, but then I'll turn the water down so that it's still warm but not bubbling, boiling right. hot and leave it in there for about two minutes. And then when they come out, perfect runny poached eggs. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like making breakfast for something. I don't even remember. And I was like, you guys want poached eggs? And like, you do poached eggs? That's so a really good party trick. Or I say <laughs> after party trick where it looks like you're like some professional chef when mm-hmm. really you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just boiling, <laughs> boiling eggs without the shell. <laughs> so question... Vinegar or not? Um, I saw that vinegar helps keep the whites together. Yeah. Um, I mean vinegar in the boiling water. In the boiling water, yeah. But um, from my short experience of poaching eggs, it does get a little goopy and messy, but Mm -hmm. I just like scoop out the extra scraggly pieces and the egg that I want to eat is still intact. So I'm good. I was just curious as to how you do it. I mean, I haven't tried vinegar, but since someone wrote about it, I'm sure. It works in mm-hmm. some capacity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my end season this week is poached eggs. All right. That's very We got good. chilled wine, poached eggs, and... And then yes. Sydney's going to close us out. <laughs> the one that I've been thinking like, oh God, what am I going to say? Um, I don't know. For me, I guess being here in the city in New York and everything. Wait, I'm I got really an in season for you. And I, like, I'm not trying to like steal your light, but I feel like mm-hmm. this is your in season because you've been saying this, how excited you are. So Sydney packed a big ass bag full of winter coats because in California, <laughs> we don't get winters. Okay. That's like exactly what my in season was going to be. Oh, was like it? Winter, oh, perfect. Then let winter, me not steamroll right over this. Winter Go right clothes ahead. and like the winter vibes that I'm getting here yeah, in general. She was like, I never get to wear my jacket. <laughs> I know. Oh, and I have a like total of maybe three, but <laughs> I was so excited to pack them and like roll them up all tight and just like over overpack all my all my freaking yeah layer. had a layer up and I was just like I don't care if I have too many clothes or whatnot, <laughs> but I'm excited to freaking wear my She's turtlenecks like and twelve sweater. winter coats at once like that Friends episode of like Joey. I- <laughs> gotta get them all out i don't even care but let's wrap it up with this if you want to reach out to us follow us on instagram at fruit snacks with an s fruit snacks pod um or you can follow our personal accounts mine is at weaver brian brian spelled b-r-y-a-n and weaver just like it is weaver brian and then and mine is at n-a-y-r that's ryan backwards shane s-h-a-n-e at Nair Shane. <laughs> and then Sydney, you want to see how they want to follow oh, your life? Give I'm them like, a little what is mine? Mine's, handle. My little at is Sid Fogel. S Y D is in dog. F O G A L. Like Sid Fogel, Fogel from like McLovin. From and if you guys um, want to <laughs> email us, you can email us at fruit snacks pod, just like the email, uh, the Instagram account, fruit snacks pod at gmail.com. That was fruit snacks pod at gmail.com. And do you guys have anything else to add? No, no. it was so fun. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thanks, Thanks for being for our first guest. debut. <laughs> yes, but um, so we're going to say thank you for listening to, and then you got to say fruit snacks super nasally, so put it at the top of your at the top of your Oh, nose. God. Ready? All right. Thank you for listening to fruit, fruit snacks. snacks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Wow. I don't-